0: we've only just hello beautiful people welcome back to living color abroad and i'm your host Andrew rodriguez and on this episode you'll be listening to me as i discuss what's going on in my mind that's the way i want to put it this is basically just my quarantine thoughts as the episode is titled i discuss my personal and professional goals um, that i'm trying to achieve i discuss what my thoughts on my family and how i'm missing them as well as my thoughts on community community building within here for myself here in costa rica and i discuss just a lot of different things this is is more like a journal entry this is you're getting a glimpse into my mind right now um, in this episode so hopefully you get something from that but yeah Hope you enjoy. This is a loving color abroad. All right, so hello everyone. Um, I don't know if you can hear, but those are waves in the background, the wind. Um, just gave you an idea. I'm on a rooftop at a hostel here where there's no one. <laughs> Its the, you know, because of the pandemic, it's kind of eerie, honestly. Um, but yeah, we're going to see what happens in the meantime. And I don't have any notes with me, so I'm kind of just, <laughs> you know, this is going to be off the cuff, so to speak. Um, so let's take it right back from the beginning. So, what's interesting about now and when I first started is, as a colleague put it to me on our, on our last day at work, she said, Angel, I just thought of something. I'm like, what is that? She said, isn't it ironic that you were having trouble coming into the country, and now you can't leave the country? I'm like, wow! Thank you for that reminder <laughs> of that very traumatic experience. If you guys don't know, I was um, they, didn't, they didn't let me in when I came into the country. They sent me back, <laughs> and had a I was literally spending a whole 36 hours of flying in between hotels, and finally was able to come to Costa Rica the next day. And now, while I am able to leave. Um, I won't be able to come back during this current, this restriction because of the pandemic. And yeah, so basically, I've been stuck in paradise, as some of my friends have said, have put it. <laughs> I'm not, not that I'm complaining too much. It is very beautiful here as I overlook this ocean. Um, but I think what's on my mind right now and what's weighing on me, I guess you can say, is this quarantine um, and this pandemic. It's really... Listen, living abroad already is hard enough as it is. Living abroad during a pandemic, uh, that just adds to it, right? <laughs> and, You know, obviously, like Angel, you know, your people that are probably follow me on Instagram and stuff like that, like Angel, but everything looks so beautiful and so nice. But of course, I mean, things don't stop being nice, right? It's still a beautiful country, and I'm and I'm and I'm happy that I'm here, and I and I don't regret the decision that I made by coming here. But you know, I still miss my family, right? That's still a very vital part of who I am and my upbringing. And, yeah, and I, I just grew up really close to my family. So not being able to see them, not knowing when, let me put it this way, not knowing when I'll be able to physically see them has definitely been trying for me. Um, there's other stuff as well going on that I can't really get into <laughs> uh, with my job that I can't, you know, because I still work for them, and I know they can listen to this, so I can't really get into that. But um, there's certain things that are um, I have to wait on. I'll put it that way. There's certain things, professional and personal, that I am have to, I did my part, right? I did my part, but now I have to wait. And what life is showing me, I would say, in, in, this, in this past month, out of the things that I've been doing professionally and personally to achieve my personal and professional goals, life has shown me, Angel, even though you, you got that part done, now you got to wait. Now you got to sit back. And that's kind of hard because... I consider myself a patient person when it comes to like my teaching and like kids i'm not really patient with a lot of with much else <laughs> people that know me know that i have I, I have very little patience when it comes to a lot of different things but i'm learning how to be present how to be patient with things and yeah like like this pandemic has shown me to just enjoy the moments you know again this is kind of like a, almost like a journal entry. It's <laughs> kind of interesting, but as as some of you know, I do keep a journal, and um, but this is also another medium that I like to use to kind of you know to share my thoughts. And I know I have friends that are also living abroad, and I know they can relate to a lot of things that I'm saying, as far as you know, missing family, and things like that. And even if you even if you're not abroad, right? If you're if you're another in another state in America, or wherever else, you know, and you can't visit your family, you know, you have to social distance. That makes it hard too. So you know, I definitely I definitely understand that as well, but. I guess what I'm saying from my experience is that because, like, I I have a great relationship with my parents and my family and stuff like that, it just makes makes me miss them more. I know that sounds kind of weird, like, are you not happy to have a great relationship? That's not what I'm saying. The point is that it's different if I didn't have, like, such a great relationship or didn't talk so often or, you know, maybe I wouldn't miss them as much, right? Maybe this thing would not be as hard as it is, but because... I have such a great relationship with them. This is the longest I've gone in my entire life without seeing my family. It's made that very, like, it's made it difficult. You know, it's, it's made it difficult. I don't want to say more difficult than I imagined. I mean, obviously, who who foresaw this, you know, this pande- who saw this pandemic happening? Nobody, obviously. But it's definitely made it difficult. And what I've been, something that I've learned before I even came here is to, feel whatever I'm feeling. I think before I would, for me, it was readily easy to just mask my feelings with doing things, you know, being that New York is a very, you know, as most people know, very up and up city, right, the city never sleeps. So there's always something for me, for me to get into in order to not think about whatever things I didn't want to think about. Here in Costa Rica, the pace is much slower as one could imagine. <laughs> um, so I've had to learn to be still, to be more present than ever before, and to really deal with my own feelings about things, um, again, whether that be professional or personal, and what that's allowed me to do is not to, you know, not to judge them, just to feel them. And I learned that also in the book I read, I read uh, by this this guy named David Goggins. Can't hurt me. He's uh, kind of like this motivational speaker kind of guy. Great book. I recommend it to everyone. But he says to not, you know, to, to feel what you feel and then move on. And I think those are the things that I'm I'm learning how to do, and obviously this podcast also helps with that. To feel what you're feeling, whether it's, you know, we have negative emotions like anger, uh, you know, jealousy, resentment, any negative emotion, sadness, right, uh, whatever, any negative emotion, or even positive feelings, right? And so anything that you're feeling, just feel those feelings. And don't judge them, just feel them, because, you know, we are human, and we're allowed to feel many things, right, and many things at once sometimes, So I'm learning to not judge what what comes naturally to me, and just feel it, and then move on from it. That doesn't mean I'm gonna forget about it, but it's just like moving on. You can't stop, right? Like life is not gonna stop because I feel a certain emotion. It's gonna keep going, and that's one thing that that I'm learning to do um, while being here in this. And obviously, as most of you know, like I'm I'm here by myself, right? Like, it's like I'm here with like oh, i have a cousin over here, you know. Like and you know I have I have friends, I have acquaintances, you know that that I meet up with every now and then. But it's not the same, obviously, as family, right? Nothing can replace family. And so you know, I I and also I have plans to do other things this summer, right? Like I had plans to travel to Saint Martin, that is out of the out of the question now, you know. I have to go back to work or the first week of August or back to work, whatever that's gonna look like. Who knows, right? But you know, I have to be present and able to work, yeah. Like, you know, I have a month left, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm here seeing this beautiful view. Um, I'm not allowing this pandemic to keep me, you know, how can I put this? I'm not allowing me to drive me crazy. Like, there's certain moments that definitely it drives me crazy, there's other moments that it doesn't, and I feel very blessed. Um, and the biggest thing for me is definitely, uh, communication and things like that and as most of you also know i'm an extrovert um i've i feel like i've i want to say i've always been this way but i've been this way for most of my adult life i like talking to people i like engaging with people and i've never felt out of place talking to anyone honestly i really that hasn't really ever been a thing for me in my adult life i should say and so this pandemic is definitely because obviously people are you know they're quarantining they're you know they're in their homes or whatever it's made it very difficult to kind of, you know, to engage with people in the way that I'm used to. And, like, for example, right now I'm at this hostel. There's no one here. I was at this hostel in March. There were at least 40, 30 to 40 people staying at this hostel. And now it's literally empty. Like, I'm literally staying in a hostel room with four beds. I'm the only one in the room. <laughs> like it's kind of nuts. It really is. And um, yeah, so it's it's very eerie to see, to literally be living in a different world than three months ago, four months ago, right? Like it, it's really wild. And I think that's throwing everyone for a loop. So I'm just giving you my perspective as someone that is abroad, as you know, by themselves and what it takes to kind of get through the days, right? As I said, some days are much easier than others. For example, like having this view makes it, you know, Makes me very grateful. It makes me reminds me of how lucky I am. But then there's other days where you know, regardless of view or no view, right? You, you you still think about things that you long for and you miss, and that's tough. But I've learned to not, not to like. Okay, don't think about it. Don't think about it. You can't think about your family. You can't think about whatever else, right? You can't think about your job or anything else that's in, not in limbo, but certain things that I I have to wait for to receive answers to, to receive more clarity about. Those things are kind of drive me a little bit crazy sometimes because I've already done my due diligence to to see and seek that clarity. But sometimes you have to wait for the other the other um, pin to drop, as they say. Right. You have to wait for that part. And but I've also learned to you have to let things be and let things play out, because as this pandemic has shown all of us, this is not it's not about you you know, like, this is, this is, this is bigger than you. Like, this is bigger than all of us, right? This is, this is life showing us, you know what, actually, you're not in, you're not in as much control as you think you are. And that's hard for a lot of people to take. And for me, that's hard for me to realize that, wow, there's a lot of things I'm actually not in control of. I'm at, you know, you know, I'm at the mercy of the universe of God or whatever you want to call it, right? Like, that's, that's what dictates a lot more things than we than we like to realize. Or maybe for some of you that are, you know, believers, maybe you're like, no, Angel, you should have known that, right? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's a very, it's a very humbling thing. I will say that it's a very humbling thing. And, you know, obviously you see what's happening in the world. You know, I just read, yes, you know, that Kanye West has said he's running for president. You know, there's things with politics and the election, the pandemic and what's happening in certain states across the United States and the world things are getting actually worse here in Costa Rica not better so it really it really shows you that all you have is today literally like we have no like we have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow we don't we don't know when this pandemic is going to end when things can return to any kind of normalcy whether this is the new normal like there's just there's no there's no fucking clue and that's terrifying like that really is terrifying sometimes but it's also again it's also humbling it's also like wait so i can't control these things so what do you do do you are you in despair or are you in peace because you know what okay i can only control so much let me be at peace with the things that i can't that i can't control right yeah like i said like it's you know you 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 find ways to stay connected to people that you care about whether it's through facetime thank god for video technology honestly like seeing someone's face in real time and their facial expressions that that that's such a great deal. Like you can get only so much through a phone conversation, and obviously you get a lot less through texting. But like seeing someone's face and like talking to them and seeing you know the, I, I you know it might sound very weird, but the humanity in them, you know, it's you. I miss that now, because of what's happened with the world, you know, and the pandemic, that has made us, you know, we have to we have to for our own safety, be socially distant from each other, right? And um, yeah, so I think there's there's definitely a lot to be learned from from this period of time and, you know, being in Costa Rica while so many things are happening in the States, it's kind of, I don't even want to say that I'm happy that I'm here, not there. Like some people like, you should be happy. Like I, in some respects I am, right? And in some respects, like I feel like I'm missing out a little bit on history by being here, you know? And obviously social media and all those things help helps one stay connected to the world, you know? Also, let me talk about this part too. Okay, I think a lot of people, especially a lot of people here, ask me this, these questions and stuff like that. When they like, if I meet somebody new and they find out that I'm like here living by myself, they kind of like—I <laughs> don't say they have pity, but they kind of like, "How are you doing that? Like, how do you do it? How, you know?" And it's not easy. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 obviously not easy. To be on one's own, especially when you come, you know, when I, I, you know, I never lived anywhere besides New York City. I never went to, went away to college, never did any of those things. So I don't have that, that experience to like, like, oh, I can really, I can't really, I can't relate it to anything besides solo traveling, which I've done, but I can't, but this is living, right? Like, I'm here. This is this is where I live. I cannot relate it to anything in my past, which is frustrating, but also beautiful because everything is a new experience. And usually when when we, when we experience something but we try to see what in our memory bank is similar to it we then come come at the situation with an old lens versus a new lens I think and because I've experienced so many new things here I've had no choice but to look at it from a new lens and a new perspective because I've never had any I've never done this before so this is all foreign and new to me and there, there's something beautiful about, about that newness in not judging a situation but just like allowing yourself to like be in it, for lack of a better term, you know, just literally be in it, or someone say, go with the flow, right, and I, it's obviously easier said than done, but I've definitely learned, I'm sorry, excuse me, I'm definitely learning how to do that way more and more here, there's times where I I go crazy sometimes, when, you know, I'm like, damn, if I was back in New York, I could do this and that and the third, but it's like, wait, Angel, well, you're not in New York, so what are you going to do about it? And again, that's not to say that I, oh my God, Andrew, you're being so, um, I don't even know what the word is. Like, oh my God, Angel, like, be grateful that you're in a beautiful country, blah, 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 all this other shit. It's not even that. It's just the fact that you can still love things and still miss things. And it's like people I spoke to on, on my podcast, because i listened to the past few episodes about being in two places at once in your mind. And that's like, I literally posted a picture of that on my Instagram. And that's literally how I feel. I literally am in two places at once right now, and I don't know, I'm trying not to judge that feeling, it's more of a, to odd kind of thing, honestly, to, so, you know, like I I think about New York all the time, and Brooklyn, um, obviously through social media, through seeing my friends and family and stuff like that all over, you know, New York or whatnot. And then I obviously think about here because I'm, I'm physically here, right? Like I'm physically here in Costa Rica and I obviously have no choice but to think about where I physically am. And I'm grateful. You know, again, let, let me not, let's not get it twisted. Like I am grateful for where I am and what I'm doing with my life and that I made decisions in my life that allow me to be where I am. So there's definitely beauty in that and there's power in that. But that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to also feel other things, feel longing, for things that still matter because just because i'm here doesn't mean that my family doesn't matter right or that other things don't matter to me or there's not things that i don't miss about new york or whatever the case may be because because obviously it is and i know that if that are living abroad i know for a fact they feel similarly especially if they're living alone abroad right a lot of my other friends that i know that are living like in other places around the world germany abu dhabi you know qatar you know it's not easy to be away from home and be away from family so I know that they can relate to me in in that respect and obviously everyone has to find their way to um to acclimate to this to this new way of being not just obviously during this pandemic but this new way of being meaning living abroad and um everyone has a different way of doing it <laughs> you know like one of my friends uh I'm sure she has my you know Ikuma she lives in Germany She's like found this church group, you know, she's, she's a, she's a church follower and like she's found her community there. That's a beautiful thing. I think that's probably the biggest thing in living abroad is like finding your community. So far, my community are people that, you know, whether it's, you know, colleagues that have become friends or whatever the case may be, people that I've met. Um, but you know, I'm trying, I'm still, I'm still in that process of building that community here. And, um, of course, sometimes like, wow, I, why, why am I bothering building, building community when I could, I could just go back to the one back in New York, right? Like, it's a very, it's a very defeatist mindset, honestly, and that's what happens to the mind. I feel is that the mind longs for what's comfortable while you're uncomfortable. Cause that's a natural thing; it's a natural way to be. And and yeah, so there's definitely things that I long for that I know is back to my old life, right? Back in New York, the things that I'm comfortable with, you know, this, that, and the third and and I and, I'm, and I I might try to replicate that here and that that's probably a fool's errand because it's two different places with different people and I shouldn't try to re- replicate those things I should try to just you know take in what's new what's fresh what's here what's different and accept that as is and not try to change it into something or you know shape it in something that I want um you know if I'm being honest with myself that's probably the best way to go about that um like I said, like I wish I can go into more details as far as the certain things professionally and personally that I'm kind of just waiting on to come to fruition. Uh, once they do, I'm sure I will let you guys know. <laughs> I'm sure because they are pretty pretty big deals as far as like my professional and personal life are considered. Um, and yeah, I think another thing that I want to talk about is this idea of living in the past. Now, when I say these things about you know missing things, it's not it's not that I. Sure. Sometimes I do miss the past, but I would even say that I think that I, I know that I'm moving forward in my life, you know, and being here and, and you know, whatever direction my, this my life goes, depending on my decisions and <laughs> what life shows me. Right. <laughs> what comes my way. But um, as far as things I long for, these are things that are still while they're in my past in a in a certain sense, because I'm not physically there. They're still in my present because I still' we're, I'm talking about people obviously right like family and friends these are people that I still care for and have communication with so it's in it's in the past as far as you know I can't physically see these people as I did once in my past, but they're still a part of my present and hopefully my future because you know whether you know whether it's family and friends the people that i that I truly care about, and so I think it's an important distinction to make of when we're talking about living in the past or whatever the case may be but yeah um another thing that i think again this is kind of just like a it's just free coming again i don't have any notes this is just me you know spitballing kind of just you know speaking my truth right now um i really wonder i really wonder what life it will look like actually um when things return to some kind of normalcy, if we ever get to that point, I wonder what society. Uh, one, I have very, I have little hope um, for society if, as far as learning from this. I feel, I hope that we will, but I don't. You know, I don't, I don't count on us to do so, right? And obviously, this is a, these, these are individual choices, right? Like I'm gonna try to do my best to learn from this experience and to look back at this and be like, "Wow, Angel, you did X, Y, and Z. You know why things were really tough." And I could point to numerous things that i've done like i've read so much more i've been in contact with people so much more i've um i've worked out a lot more so there's definitely things that i could point to tangibly um and just feeling wise that that i can say angel you, you did something with the time that was allotted to you you know during this kind of situation but i hope that What I learned, personally learned from it, is that I don't stop doing those things just because we're not in a pandemic. (laughs) You know, whether it's working out, that's a part of living a healthy, living a healthy lifestyle. Whether it's talking with family, as part of a mental state, right of feeling that your family will be there for you and you'll be there for your family. Um, As far as reading, these are things that again help your mental state and you know make you smarter and more you know well versed in certain things. Um so I hope I don't stop doing those things just because you know whatever the case because life comes at me or whatever uh, whatnot um, another thing I've also learned is to that I'm learning I should say I always look for the end result of stuff. I think a lot of people are like that and I think I'm like that as well Whenever I do something, I think about what is the end result of this and you know obviously we're we're in a we live life sometimes whereas you know you, you want to do things. Not for nothing, right? You want to like know that, okay, me doing this is going to lead to this, right? As far as end results go. And I think what's missing from those things is that you really don't enjoy the process of those things. And I've learned that. I've learned about myself that, well, I'm like, Andrew, you, you're thinking too much about the end results of certain things that you want to go into or you want to achieve, right? But you don't, you're not really enjoying the process by doing that cuz what happens if i let's say I, I i want to achieve certain things but i don't look back at the process do i do i only look back at the process when i achieve it does the does, does the process mean nothing if i don't achieve what i set out for i hope that's not the case I, and i i think cuz that it's i don't think that's a good place to be because we're we're all going to fail at stuff right we're we're going to fail at things in our lives and, and if we don't enjoy the process of doing the things that we might ultimately fail at that's going to lead us to not trying those things again. And I hope that I say this is because again as I said already that there's certain things that I that I have done my due diligence to ensure certain things to come to fruition. But if these things don't come to fruition does the process mean nothing? No, I I it, it doesn't. Like sure I'll, I might be disappointed if these things don't come to fruition, but that doesn't mean the process is meaningless. It doesn't mean that I didn't de- dedicate time and effort and you know and 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 spent energy into something right Like you have to look at those things and i'm not saying this like speaking to you like you know i'm talking to to myself right here as well you know you can't look at the process as something that doesn't mean anything only means something when you achieve something that can't be it we have to enjoy the process and all the things that we that we take on because as you know as as the old cliche goes but it's true life is a journey it's not a destination and and that's true in the things that we choose to to take on and the endeavors that, that we choose to take we have to enjoy that process of what it took to even do the things or attempt it, right? The attempt matters. It matters to try. What, what, what doesn't matter is not to try, like then, then it means nothing. If you don't try, then it means nothing. But if you try at something and you give it your effort, you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with whatever result comes from it. And I'm hoping that I'm like that. And maybe that's why I'm trying to learn that. I'm trying to learn that now because again, now I have to wait. Now I have to wait and see. Because I've already done my part, and now the other part is not in my hands, and that's kind of scary. But again, I can, I can put my head, you know, I can lay my head at night and know, like Angel, you gave this to your all, Angel, you didn't half-ass this shit. So knowing that should help me. Again, obviously, it's just said and done, right? That's what this is like a this is a battle that people. That I think we as human beings, that especially if we're results-driven, face. When something doesn't go our way, even though we put in the effort, what does that mean, right? When we put in our effort or something, it doesn't happen the way we want it to be. Does it mean your life is meaningless? Of course not. It shouldn't mean that, right? But these are things that obviously it's, it's a battle with ourselves to kind of find the meaning in things even though they don't exactly go the way we want them to go. So I think those are the things that I'm like taking from this whole experience. I'm not just living abroad, but the things that, that I'm choosing to... um pursue in my life both again personally and professionally and hopefully I'll be able to disclose these things in further detail once they do come to fruition or not I will discuss them that I promise to do regardless if it's something that's positive or negative or whatever the case may be I will discuss the process I will discuss what it w- what it was like to go through that um so yeah I think I'll leave it at that I think there's definitely <laughs> more than I not that I care to discuss, i'm glad I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm discussing this and hopefully you guys living abroad or not can get something from what I'm saying and like kind of see like the inner workings of my mind (laughs) and how I try to achieve certain things. I hope you enjoyed that episode and listening to me. Um, It's definitely always a little bit weird and funny uh, having to edit just myself. Usually when I edit, obviously I'm editing Myself and interview someone that I'm interviewing, right? So it's definitely a little bit weird, but it's good because I I'm listening intently to what I'm saying, and like I said before, this is literally like a journal entry for me. Um, I already keep a journal, as some of you might know, and this I, I like using this medium as well. Writing is definitely a, a beautiful thing, but also hearing your own voice and hearing your thoughts in a moment. Like again, I was at this hostel overlooking this view, beaut- the Pacific Ocean, and just like. You know, whatever came to my mind—that's what I discussed. I didn't have any notes; it was just off the cuff. I improvised, (laughs) as a good musician does. And yeah, and I and I and I tried to be as vulnerable as as I as I as I could in the moment. As I as I also noted, sorry for those that probably were hoping to hear more details about like my professional personal goals. But again, I want to keep that close to the chest until. Those things are finalized again. Whether it, be, it comes to fruition or not, I will discuss them at, at a later time. Um, but I just wanted to give you like a little a little glimpse of that. What was going on in my mind? But yeah, I, I don't think there's much more to say. Um, I just think I would recommend anyone listening to keep a journal, to even record yourself. I, I think it's 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 a very helpful thing to kind of capture yourself in a moment because I think what happens a lot, especially during this time in a pandemic, we're in our minds a lot. Right, and we're in our heads, and we don't really process what we're feeling or thinking. And sometimes a a better way of doing that, of processing our feelings or emotions or whatever the case may be, or just our thoughts, is to write. Is to write them down, or to, you know, record yourself and just you know have a conversation. Because as they say, the most important conversation you're going to have is that conversation you have with yourself. Um, It's it's how you keep yourself centered. But yeah. And as always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, follow me on Spotify, and any of your other favorite streaming platforms. See you next week. This is Eleven Color Abroad. Peace.